So, is it is it bad to say that if I was a 13-year-old boy, I'd let Kevin Spacey touch me? Yeah, that's bad. Don't say that. No, okay. no. Say that on the podcast. Fuck. There's your intro. It's so insensitive. <laughs> Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming. Daniel. Mm. I love how we just shoot out like a like a wet berth mm. out uh. of the cannon. Daniel, you're such a dumb bitch. Stop. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, Bye. A fair hello to you, Nathaniel Matthew Ferd Carvericus. Mm. Matthew Ferd Carvericus. That's been a long time since I've heard that one. In fact, I never think I've ever heard that one before. It's Chelsea. A fresh Welcome to the podcast after a long hiatus. Has it been that long? It it feels like it's been fucking forever. I feel the same way. Chelseakins. Chelseakins Linicus Smithicus. Oh, just totally expose my identity. That's fine. On this filthy <laughs> podcast for everyone to hear and associate with your name. When I run for prime minister when I'm 80, they're going to dig this shit up. What's the name of where you work? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Daniel Son Benjamima... <laughs> Carvaticus, please introduce another guest. Um, tonight joining us, uh, the lovely Amanda Ford. Hello. See how he didn't go anywhere near her last name? Middle because she became No, no, no. She'd become furious. She'd leave the room. She wouldn't handle it. Should yeah, I... and there's no better tweak on it than it just existing as it is. That's fair enough. Enough. And <laughs> should I leave the room? I, I feel like I'm a, a Carverton... Iticus mm. now anyway pretty much, pretty much yeah just Basically, hey yeah. What, what, what's, what's the middle name can you give us the middle name at least mm, let's see uh do you know my middle name do i know? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. i believe we have recorded evidence that i know your middle name ah uh, yes i think it was in a quiz yes yeah refer but, refer back to episode yeah, do uh, you seven. know now <laughs> <laughs> do you did you know then and you don't know now uh, I, I know both we're just moving on what's happening I think um, Dale doesn't af- know. No, I think he's afraid to say it or something. I believe we have one last uh, <laughs> member stuck in the shadows. Uh, yeah, well, he's always here. He's always there. He never leaves. That's the thing. <laughs> he never. Sh- the issue is that he never showers, and that the smell keeps permeating closer. Well, there's no water in my safe safe box. Right, and that keeps him from being able to sneak up on you. Well, me. who was de- who? Who delegated giving you water? Did do you know who's supposed to be doing that? Well, it's your basement. No, we told you you had to sneak water from the neighbors or you didn't get any. Mm. Oh. See? Mm. See? Maybe you should pay attention, intern. I just drink my own sweat. Jesus Christ! All right. Well, hey, welcome, everybody. Trailer Pride Podcast, episode 90. And I know I know what you're going to say. You're gonna, you, you've heard it all before. You're tired of hearing it over and over again. But there's, there's word around town. There's rumors, whispers in the hallways of Sad Sack Studios that this episode could be one of the greatest episodes that we've ever had, that this lineup could be the greatest lineup that we have ever had, ever, on mm-hmm. Trailer Park Podcast, if, ever. If like, BuzzFeed were to do a list of best Trailer Park <laughs> Podcast episodes, it would begin right. with episode 90 and right. then go exactly backwards chronologically. Yeah, and if Trailer Home Podcast hadn't already shut down, this episode would shut it down. Right. 
every episode we do from here on out keeps it shut down. <laughs> like they wake up in the morning and they think, should we? They listen to the latest episode of Trailer Park Podcast and they go, nah. nah. Yeah, we take two weeks off and they like make a comeback. <laughs> do you think it's time now to reach out to them? What? Well, crossover? What? Yeah. Invite their G-rated yeah. asses over to this side of the tracks? Oh, just blow their PG-13 minds. <laughs> yes. Uh, we were going to start a feud yeah, we way were. back when. Yeah, just trick them. Like, no, no, guys. We're, we're, we're turning over a new leaf. Like, yeah, we've dropped the explicit tag. Like, trailer home podcast? THP? It doesn't, mm, doesn't roll off the tongue the same way, does Sounds it? like a sexually transmitted disease. No, it's trailer yeah. podcast, home edition. We got the TP for your PP here. <laughs> oh home edition. Are you guys ready for some content? Content us. Are, are we doing numbers? We don't, we don't have no fuck numbers. We don't okay. have any. Well, there's well, okay. Is there an EM? Do you want to do you want a baseball reference? Yeah. Because we like baseball. Always. Ninety feet between each base. Baseball diamond. Yeah, isn't ninety a good number? Oh yeah, ninety degree angles. Yeah, oh. Not, oh, ninety degree angles. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, how about the sexual position for ninety? Oh, that's very simple. Um, you're gonna want to wait real late at night. You're gonna want to let your loved one go to bed first. That's where you, that's where it starts, right? So they're essentially the nine sleeping peacefully on its side. You slip into bed from behind. Here comes zero. You just slip your penis no. between their thighs. If you have to lift up, be delicate. You don't want to disturb number nine. The point is is to get yourself firmly planted and then slowly hump to completion. No if, penetration. If no, no penetration. Just between the thighs. Just between the thighs or the crack or, you know, wherever. It doesn't have to, wherever you can right. fit it. Friction is the key. Yeah. If you make it to completion and they don't wake up, it's a 90. If they wake up, it's 91. <laughs> <laughs> could you could you say that spreading the legs is, is making it spacey? Mm. <laughs> Do we have those crickets? No, if you have a 14-year-old boy thrown over your lap and you're treating them like ranch dip, that's a spacey. <laughs> oh. oh. God. Can that be the intro and part of the podcast? Well, you know, that's beautiful. I guess I could be pretty pissed off about what happened to me. But it's hard to stay mad when there's so much beauty in the world. Oh, God. Rose petals just falling <laughs> on him in prison. <laughs> Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to transition here into the grab bag tonight. We have a lot of things on the plate. We just don't have time for true facts. I apologize to those who are fans of the true fact segment. Right. Tons of fans. Just don't have time. Don't have time for the true facts tonight. Millions. We got we to gotta dive right into the grab bag. And I see something coming on down the tube right now. It's coming. It's coming. Here it comes. Oh! <laughs> Banner. Hey, Banner. No Banner, only Hulk. Have you guys heard about um, this CGI lawsuit? Oh. No. So, according to The Hollywood Reporter, um, Reardon LLC is a firm that was founded by Silicon Valley entrepreneur Steve Perlman, who claims to own software called MOVA, which captures facial expressions to create photorealistic computer graphic effects. Um, the technology was stolen by a former colleague and eventually landed in the hands of a Chinese firm. The FBI investigated e economic espionage, reared and waged litigation with this Chinese company, and won an injunction. And now they're suing 
the customers of the stolen technology and that they're saying that the studios willingly knew what happened. And we're talking about Disney, Fox, Paramount, and all of the blockbusters are now finding that all of the CGI characters are the subject of intellectual property claims. Ouch. Ouch. Right. So if they win, they could have huge ramifications because it means that all of the ownership of the CGI characters in the films, like Hulk, like Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon, and, you know, all of the... uh, Groot. Groot and Planet of the Apes stuff, like all of it that used MOVA technology um, would then become owned by a different company. The, the rights? There would be a massive payout. Huge. Yeah, yeah like a billion dollars. They wouldn't, they wouldn't give up those rights for anything. No. They, they would just be like, take okay. all of our money. Right. <laughs> yeah, they would just give this guy shit tons of money. Or they would keep ownership and cause a very uncomfortable situation moving forward. Yeah. Where they or, would possibly like, abandon the entire franchises. No, they no. wouldn't. No, or, they'd partner, they wouldn't they'd do that. find some way to partner with yeah. them. More than seven yeah. killed. They would just throw a nut... <laughs> Right, yeah. If they couldn't throw enough money at him to make him bend, they would just kill him. It's interesting. He'd be swimming with the fishes. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Mova owner dies in car crash. Page 24. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye out, listeners. Oh, I think I see something else coming down the grab tube. Uh, the uh, Also known as the fist pipe. <laughs> Flesh shoot. Oh, my God. Do you guys know that Disney's trying to buy 20th Century Fox's movie division? Oh, wow. And TV. You so got with Disney, put, uh, you can have anything, right? X-Men and Fantastic Four in the same category as Marvel. Well, All of Marvel would be together now. Talks recently fell apart, but that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to take all of it. So, I mean, we're talking about, like, if they're able to do it, then they're going to own so much stuff like they'll own the original star wars trilogy so they'll, they'll complete the star wars ownership because fox still owns the original trilogy uh they'll own the alien franchise they would own predator they would own um avatar simpsons yeah, everything every family guy yeah. seth mcfarlane would be like hey guys <laughs> you're gonna give me still gonna still gonna give me the second season of orville or <laughs> what do you want to do there Mm-hmm. It'd be shorter to list the things that they don't have ownership over. Right. And then you'd set up this huge streaming war, right? Like Netflix would no longer have tons of content. They would they would be up against it, right? They would have to do what they appear to be doing already, which is just move strictly to their own content. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and maybe that's why, maybe they saw the writing on the wall and that's why they moved so aggressively, spending billions trying to do it. We're talking about FX, FXX, the Fox television yeah. network. The only thing they would leave. Is the sports? Yeah, they would stay away from the sports and the news part of it. And um, they'd also be going after Sky, which is... I, I didn't know that Fox had a stake or and or ownership in Sky. Which that's that's the like a British-European um, like cable network. Yeah. And that's something that Disney doesn't have. They don't have that global connect in Europe and Asia. So, Shouldn't that be illegal for them to own so much? Right? You would think so. Yeah, that we have like anti-monopoly laws yeah yeah <laughs> there's something from the 90s there was some sort of law or removal that kept these companies from being able to eat up so much 
because I know that from the 90s until now, it went from like dozens and dozens of companies to five. Yeah. So do you think if they do go through with this, that the first movie that they would make as a joint endeavor would be Monopoly? Be like gritty and gothed uh-huh. out, though. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. It took a while. Yeah, You're too a, quick-witted for me, Andrew. It's, it's a Uh-oh. pun. It's a pun that's worthy of Trailer Home Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was too clean. <laughs> it also means possibly the end of Fox Searchlight. And Fox Searchlight is like the division of Fox that gives money to in indie movies. So another huge hit uh-huh. to another huge hit to struggling movie makers. Yeah. Right? yeah. How is what is Disney doing in that department? Do they do anything in that department? Do they have an indie division? Daniel, they're too busy. Um, all of making the, money. All of the upper echelon of Disney. They're they're way too busy sitting in a room with small teenage boys um, doing like circle jerks and and sucking on their penises and things okay. like that. Okay. Yeah, the artists are like, look, I snuck the word fuck into the clouds, and they're like, huh. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I worry that pretty soon uh, you can already see it actually since disney's as big as it already is is that it all the movies seem homogenized like mm-hmm. they all have similar formulas they all have very polished hyper overproduced looks to them friendly perfect perfect mm. little packages almost saccharine perfect yeah yeah i always like it when daniel uses the term saccharine sweet whenever mm. i whenever i hear that when i'm editing i'm like ooh, saccharine yeah. sweet cloying <laughs> what is his that? other favorite word he uses cloying a lot it's because he really get a good visual it's like peeling film off of a Ooh. new electronic you know yeah i got it <laughs> for, for those of you looking up cloying right now you're not alone <laughs> um so before we continue to the q a tonight i just want to do a quick shout out to uh taylor sheridan because we all know there's a lot of bullshit going on right now with Hollywood, with all the negative stuff coming out and lots of accusations here and accusations there. It's nice to hear a, a story that is actually kind of positive. And Taylor Sheridan, if you don't know, is the writer of Sicario, the writer of Hell or High Water, which Daniel recently watched on The Burden List, and also the writer and director of Wind River. And Wind River is partially produced, distributed by the Weinstein Company. And what, what Taylor Sheridan did was he called the Weinstein company president david glasser and he issued him an ultimatum said he was gonna um basically um disown his own movie if he didn't get what he wanted and uh the weinstein company agreed to put all profits that would have been um given to the weinstein company towards um i believe it is the uh, indigenous women's resource center which is kind of because the movie's about um indigenous women that get um murdered and exploited right so and then Weinstein's were producing that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So he freaked out, I guess. Yeah, he freaked oh. out. He he issued an ultimatum, and they're going to give all of their profits away to the purpose of the movie, which kind of cleans the movie a little bit because it's a it's a good movie. Intern and I and Chelsea have all seen it, and I think all of them would agree that it's pretty good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, and it's uh, it shouldn't get kicked in the in the stomach over this Weinstein crap. So it's just kind of uh, something nice. In a sea of disgusting nonsense. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. What was his name again? Uh, Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan. Yeah. Yay. He's also doing some massive like Western TV miniseries with Kevin Costner. Oh, really? So hopefully uh, Kevin Costner didn't touch anybody. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he walks into Kevin Costner's office. Oh, daddy had a little lick. Shit. Oh. Shit. <laughs> fuck. It's everyone. Ah, fuck this. 
I'm out of here. Tomorrow. Dancing with Wolves co-star. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Q&A. Q&A, Daniel. Q&A. Daniel, there are some really important questions that Nathan needs to ask you. <laughs> So, the cat is out of the bag. Kevin Spacey and Louis C.K. are the latest to take their place on the stage of this year's purge, purging of Hollywood sexual indiscretion. We here at Sad Sack Studios would like to bring attention to one of the victims that's not being talked about. And that victim is masturbation. (laughs) Okay. Like the act? Good. I'm ready to get deep into this. We feel that masturbation is funny. And should continue to be funny. Obviously, we, we understand that a man known for being funny has managed to make masturbation unfunny by being a douche, and he has threatened to take the humor of masturbation away from us, and to this we say, no, sir, never. Tonight, we dive into some masturbation-themed terms and perform a roundtable discussion on their meaning to ease some of the tension caused by these Hollywood idiots. That's right. It's okay to masturbate. Number one, chopping the lumber down. What? What does this mean? What is chopping the lumber down? They got a lot of forests up there. Well, once you release, then uh, your your lumber gets smaller, which would be like chopping it down. I guess. Sounds I, more like a shitting term. I think that they might <laughs> be talking about actually severing the penis from the body. Is that what it is? You're jerking it so hard, you just rip yeah, your own dick you off? Yeah, you just... Chop it down. Like a eunuch ceremony? Like as you come, you chop it off. That's a 95. We hadn't gotten there. (laughs) (sighs) Man, what do you think chopping the lumber down means? I think maybe it's like when you break it. Mm -hmm. Like when you're being so aggressive with it that you break it. Yeah. And it's never the same again. It's got a little kink. Or when you're like deep in it to the base. uh, (laughs) You come and you're like, Timber! (laughs) <laughs> and it slowly like falls over. That's interesting. Um, well, actually, what it refers to as per uh, UrbanDictionary.com is it's the first jerk of the day. It's uh, it, it's cutting down the morning wood. It's chopping the lumber down. Uh, all right, the high point of the day in yeah. the shower. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Um, all right, uh, number two uh, tonight is called feeding the geese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like shit for a goose. <laughs> Come on. Come on, team. Tell Why me. is there more than one? Yeah, feeding the geese shit through like a five. goose. So this is like pooping someone's dick out of your butt. <laughs> I've lost control of what this game is about. But this is supposed to be it's, about masturbation. It's, it's about re reigniting the humor of <laughs> masturbation. It's about having a round table about what these terms mean. Because these terms are funny. They're quite funny. Did you I mean, do you think that when Louis C.K. said, hey, I'm going to pull my dick out and chop down some timber. <laughs> he was going to feed the geese. Or feed, yeah, that's what feed, he asked them. Hey, like, can like I feed cor- the geese in front of you? Yeah. And they were like, where's the pond? You're, you're referring to when he cornered them in a Mexican standoff and said, Mexican do you want to watch me feed the geese? Yeah, Mexican standoff. <laughs> that's like, Mexican that implies standoff? that the woman, too, is like just about to masturbate and they're threatening each other. Well, actually, according to <laughs> UrbanDictionary.com, Mexican standoff is one of our honorable mentions tonight. Um, it refers to when you take six paces uh, from a girl, spin 180 degrees, and masturbate furiously at her face. At, oh my God. at her face, oh. but from six paces. Yeah. 
Dude. You're going to have some Maybe. powerful ejaculate. <laughs> mm-hmm. It has to do with eye locking. Right. Would you like would you like to know what feeding the geese means? Yes. Okay. Desperately. All right. Well, feeding <laughs> feeding the geese for a man, the act of pleasuring yourself in a motion that looks as if you were throwing breadcrumbs on the ground <laughs> for geese to eat. Oh, yes. Yes. So kind of like a like like you're kind of spreading out your legs and kind of really you're leaning. Crouching. Yeah, you're crouching. You're half crouching. You're leaning into it and you're really giving it in like a pointed direction towards the ground. So Nathan, have you tried all these? Uh, I demonstrated previous. I demonstrated what it looked like to Chelsea earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he had to for the segment. Yeah. yeah, right. He had his clothes on though. It was a part of prepping. Yeah. His whole... like, does it does it look like I'm throwing it to the geese? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We should throw the geese and ask them. <laughs> this this next one's going to be tough. It's going to be really okay. tough. Okay, it's it's called glin. A glin. G- uh, a glin. Yeah, to glin. G-L-Y-N-N, to glin. Just tell us. Is it an acronym? No, it's not an acronym. And I, and I can just tell you if you don't want to guess, because it's, it's, it's a tough one. I don't hmm. even know what that means. Is that a name? Yeah. Well, it, it means to masturbate in front of a desk fan, <laughs> then, ejac- <laughs> then ejaculate into it, and let it spray all over yourself. <laughs> yeah, that is self-cocky. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's that's a better word actually for it. I think self self cocky sounds a little bit more on on point there. Uh, the next one is uh, specifically for the intern. Um, it's called blonde date. Blonde date. Yeah, intern or anyone else. Do you want to take a guess? I mean, it, we kind of picture you doing it. So when I say that it's for you, that's what I mean. I don't mean that everyone else can't guess what it is. Well, I don't ever picture the intern masturbating, so it, count me when out. The, when the intern like masturbates with a blonde wig. Yeah, that's bing, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, it's like the atomic blonde. Yes, it's what when did you win? it's a masturbation when? technique where you put a blonde wig on your hand while jerking off. <laughs> so it looks like a blonde <laughs> is filleting you. But like a freakish, oh, wow. tiny-headed blonde. That just gave him an idea. That, like oh, wow. Did you guys hear the, oh, wow? That was like, oh, wow. Where do I get blonde wigs? That fit my hand. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not even as big oh, as a no. little person. I have blonde wigs, but <laughs> none that fit my hand. Yeah. Or, well, it's at least blonde hair from the women I've scalped. So you're going to take some... <laughs> oh, Because he lives uh, in Penticton, right? <clears throat> he doesn't oh. live in Penticton. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. Um, yeah, that one's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable oh, with that. Oh, this is my favorite. I know uh, what this okay. one is. Okay, so this is this is the last one tonight. It's called a salty pigeon. Mm. <laughs> salty pigeon. <laughs> These are masturbate on a pigeon. These are great. Yeah, that's why the pigeon's all salty. It's so yeah, salty. he's like fluffing his feathers. He's mad. <laughs> so is that? Uh, do do you eat the pigeon? I afterwards? thought it was breadcrumbs. <laughs> This is like what happens after you feed the geese. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, yeah, they're kind of connected a little bit that way. Um, yeah. You, you guys let me know when you want to know. I need you. to know now. All right. It, a salty pigeon. <clears throat> to, to salty pigeon is to masturbate to completion. See, ejaculate, just come. Uh, from a position of elevation onto an object and or person below you. Hmm. So you could. It could be. A pigeon below you. Mm. <laughs> well, because be. pigeons kind of shit on things. So they're saying that you need to get into a position of elevation and, you know, come on things or shit come or whatever you want to, however, however you want to word it. How are you going to, Nathan, you got to go visit a, an upstairs neighbor. 
Do we have the Spider-Man one as one of the honorable mentions? Right, yes. Yeah, there are a few honorable mentions here tonight. Web slinging. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Is when a man ejaculates into his hand and then proceeds to sling the seminal fluid at a girl's face in a manner much like the Amazing Spider-Man. Why does it have to be a girl's face? Why can't it be anyone's face? Well, in Spacey's world, it would have been a boy's face, right? Well, that's Right, in that case, it's not, you know, slinging web. It's throwing ropes. A face. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, roughing up the suspect. Nice. Clittering for the ladies. Good one. Scrum. Do you guys know what a scrum is? No. When when you jerk off and and take a shit at the same time. What? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. See, also related to to Blumkin. (laughs) (laughs) What is a Blumkin? That's 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 been explained before on this show. Blowjob while you're shitting. Oh. Ew. Blumkin. Nice. Uh, Another one for the ladies. Another one for the ladies here. Inging. Inging the puds. <laughs> <laughs> what? See, the act of stuffing pudding into the vagina as a means of masturbation. Sorry. Works. Nothing about that is... Why would... Well, it says it works best usually after being chilled. So that's... You didn't hear that part yet. See? Yeah. Inging the pud. Come on. Inging the pud. <laughs> also, the dirty Dutton makes an appearance as an honorable mention. The act of taking a lady out to a fine dinner, then bringing her back to her place for some loving. When the action starts to heat up, you run to the nearest corner... And violently masturbate instead of having sex. Dirty Dutton. Yeah. Or the dirty, the dirty scrumptious. Which <laughs> that exact same thing, but you're also shitting. <laughs> this segment has been too long and too awful. I apologize if you Geeks feel that it was too long. Don't apologize I to us. Apologize to the cool million. That Sad Sack had a lot of things on the table tonight. There's still more to go. I apologize if you feel offended by this, Amanda. Sorry. I'm not offended. I just, I don't want to talk about coming anymore. Right. Let's, let's move Especially on. dudes coming. Let's move on. All right. Okay. All right. We'll move on to the next segment, which is um, a special segment uh, brought to you by the intern. Intern, please take so, it away. Uh, oh, sorry. Please take it away. Uh, due to the unsavory behavior uh, that we have been getting nonstop news from, Sad Sack Studios will be redistributing Kevin Spacey's Oscars. As the resident archivist, I will be deciding on the redis- redistribution of Kevin Spacey's Academy Awards. There will be no voting, and I will reaward the Oscars myself. Okay. You will be the judge and the jury in this case. That is correct. What did he get an Oscar for? He had two, so we'll be redistributing two Academy Awards. Well, let's get to it. First up is first Academy Award that was given out at the 68th Academy Awards in 1996 (laughs) for films released in 1995. So confusing. (laughs) The Best Supporting Actor for The Usual Suspects. And like that, he's gone. Yep. Mm. Bye-bye, Oscar. (laughs) So, the nominations for this year uh, that are up for redistribution... Is uh, playing Babe James Cromwell uh, for Apollo Thirteen? Ed Harris. Woo! In Twelve Monkeys, Brad Pitt. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. And then Rob Roy, Tim Roth. Don't know. And the Oscar goes to whatever you guys got on these power procedures. Gene, they're already. No, I don't want the whole damn box. Really? We got to get some up to these guys. They're working on it now. I'll call over to the simulator and get an estimate. God damn it! I don't want another estimate. I want the procedures now. Ed Harris, baby. God Woo! damn it, Nathan. 
What? God damn it. Are you you pulled a moonlight. Wow. That's the wrong it's Brad envelope. Pitt. That is the wrong envelope. Oh, fuck. Yes! Should have been Ed Harris. And the Oscar goes to who will contact my father and when my father finds out I'm in this kind of place, them transfer me to one of those classy joints ah but they treat you properly like a person like a guest like with sheets and towels like a big hotel with great drugs for all of us nutcase lunatic maniac devils <laughs> fine who fine. what fucking company screwed that up am mm. i right mm. douchebags yeah. so somebody got uh somebody got excited well, I thought oh, it was yeah. clear. I thought it was clear that Ed Harris was, uh, you know, should be getting the Oscar. No, I thought right. the same thing. That's uh, would have been the better movie, yeah. but uh, oh, the performance. I see. Better movie, better performance. Blah blah blah. Get Brad Pitt's dick out of your mouth does, before we start calling you names. Does Ed Harris I, does have Ed an Harris? Oscar? Does he have an Oscar? That's a good question. Uh, the resident archivist would be the person that would be best suited to tell you that. Andrew, um, if you want to hang on a minute, I can find out. I don't. I don't think so. I'm just curious. And I by don't... saying I don't think so, <laughs> I mean, no, he does not have an Oscar. Okay, mm. so it's even. Brad Pitt and Ed Harris both don't have Oscars. We can give them each one. Yeah, sure. We'll split uh, it in half. <laughs> there is no tie here. No voting. I'm voting. This is a dictatorship. No. All right, move on. Moving on. So uh, now we have the 72nd Academy Awards uh, in 2000, mm-hmm. which would be films made in 1999. Uh-huh. This would be Best Actor for American Beauty. Hmm. I rule. <laughs> Not really. So, uh, the nominees are for The Insider, Russell Crowe, The Straight Story, Richard Farnsworth, Sweet and Low Down, Sean Penn, and The Hurricane, Denzel Washington. Hmm. Mm. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Hilary Swank in Boys Don't Cry. That is correct. Hillary Swank <laughs> at the best male performance for films in 1999. Hillary Swank wins best actor and a male performance for that year. Congratulations. Is that like adjusting for 2017 social justice or something? It's a uh, well, trans, transgender performance. Is it Boys Don't Cry? Yeah, Boys Don't Cry. It's for Boys Don't Cry. She was a, a okay. man on the outside and the inside. Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. So if you're giving Best Actor to Hilary Swank, mm-hmm. then what happened? She won Best Actress for... Oh, oh, right. That means that we have another another ca- category to reallocate, <laughs> and that would be Best Actress. So the nominees for Best Actress were Tumbleweeds, Janet McTeer, The End of the Affair, Julianne Moore, Music of the Heart, Meryl Streep, and American Beauty, Annette Bening. <gasps> and the Oscar goes to... Hey, Mrs. Burnham, when you first came here, I thought you would be hopeless. But you're a natural. Well, all I know is I love shooting this gun. Annette Benning. You should have done that be your majesty scene. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that should have happened. Actually, maybe um, Amanda, Chelsea, can you just like reenact that? No. They do some impressions of that scene for us. Nope. You like getting fucked by the king? <laughs> Fuck uh, me, Your Majesty. It. Thank you. Thank Congratulations you. Congratulations to all the nominees and the ben, new winners. Benjamima. Thank you. Oh, you like getting oh, nailed by the king? Oh, yes, I yeah. love it. Fuck me, Your Majesty. Uh, uh, who's the king? Oh, you are. Who's the king? Uh, 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 
Ben Jemima. <laughs> That's Carver, in case you want to look him up. Carvericus, Ben, ben Jemima. So it came back full circle. Yes. I've actually never agreed with you before, Andrew, but I agree with you now. Until now. On this whole segment? Yeah, it was... Mm. That's how it should have gone down. Um, right? In terms of recasting Lester Burnham, uh, I did find out that um, Chevy Chase and Jeff <laughs> Daniels were both considered for the role. Who's <laughs> Jeff Daniels? Jeff Daniels is uh, one of the guys from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Not Jim Carrey. <laughs> he would have worked. I he think. actually probably would have been okay. He's yeah. got a real dad look to him. Chevy Chase would have been weird. Yeah, yeah that would have been too uh, weird. You know who would have fit that role? They'd be like, uh, Chevy, no, you're not supposed to fuck her. You're supposed to stop. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, actually, he was considered for the role of Ricky Fitz. Hey, really? Hey, right, he would have been younger hey, at the time. Jake! Yeah, so. Like that weird little kid that sells yeah. dope? Yeah, went to West Bentley, the guy holding the, the video camera. Yeah. I love that movie so much, it's yeah. hard to recast him. Mm-hmm. It is good. It is good. Okay, so um, I know I had a lot on the table tonight. I know you guys are probably upset at me, but we have one more uh, Q&A segment. <laughs> Harass Ophelia, the CK Spacey edition. Because it was such a hit on Trailer Park Podcast 89, we are bringing back our favorite game tonight, Harass Ophelia, the CK Spacey edition. Back by popular demand. We will once again be assessing some of the actors from tonight's lineup. And if, if, if they were to be exposed for some lewd behavior, which would it be? In the CK Spacey edition, we'll be asking if they would be caught Spacey style, HSSA, homosexual sexual assault. Homo, homosexual, homosexual assault, homosexual sexual assault, or CK style, dirty Dutton Mexican standoff masturbation exhibitionism. Right. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Or of course, of course, clean as a whistle. Number oh one, God. Ben Affleck. Oh. Mm. It has uh, to be one of the other. Didn't he just put out something saying that he wanted to readjust his behavior? I feel like he's done stuff. He's like a grabber and a groper. Yeah, he right. is. So I guess yeah. that would be spacey. Yes. spacey. Yeah. Like closet, can you touch a boy? Would he yeah. touch a boy? Yeah. Or would he just jerk off in front of somebody? I bet no. he was like drunk and young, probably. He would touch a boy. Uh, no, he would do it now. Well, so one. use a boy like a whistle. Well, let's... <laughs> let's uh, do you guys want to hear what Ben has to say about it? Yeah. Okay. They grab your, your dick ben, a little bit. Ben. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> okay. Oh, your, so Spacey was right. Grab your dick a little bit. It's not the end yeah. of the world. Get over it. A little, it's a little bit it's of sodomy. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, what about what about James Franco? Uh, I think James Franco is clean as a whistle. Yeah. You think Franco is what? It's clean because as he, a whistle. It's because it looks like he totally should be covered in just piles of children because he looks that way. I feel like he is. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah I think it's whatever that's called. Well, is that pedophilia? Is that part of the game? Um, you know what? You can go rogue. You can go rogue. If you guys want to go pedophilia, that's fine. That's it is harassophilia. So if you want to go harassment and pedophilia, you he's can. Got, he's got fine. kind eyes. He does have kind eyes. It's welcoming. And apparently when he tried to pick up some girl on Instagram, he kept asking her if she had a boyfriend. Isn't that respectful? Oh, right. Do you want... No, of course not. I'm 11. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we should just hear <laughs> what James has to say because James has a lot to say. I will fucking come right on you. I will come like a fucking madman all over you. <laughs> Except from this is the end. Yeah, it is. And um, this is from King Cobra. Give me that dick! (laughs) Or this. Big dick's mine! (laughs) Yeah, and then then him filleting the gun. This is what I mean. Like, the ones that are (laughs) actually super perverted, they, like, tend to kind of keep it on the down low and don't want to engage in the actual behavior that they're trying to hide. That's why I think Franco is clean. 
What about his brother? What about Dave? Ooh. Oh, he'd, uh, he'd be feeding so the geese to somebody. He's so cute. I bet someone used him. <laughs> Took advantage <laughs> yeah, of him. He's a victim. All right, he's a victim. Let's see what let's see what Dave has to say about it. Does that feel good? No. Maybe we should just try to do it normal. Maybe put me down when you get a chance. <laughs> yeah, bang yes. on. Yeah, oh, sweetie, bang on. All right, Maybe you get a chance. <laughs> What about uh, what about what about Mark Wahlberg? Oh, uh. oh, I, during the Marky Mark days, you could bet he was pounding some scrawny ass dudes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, he's a little spacey. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. like a power thing in the rap community to fuck a couple of guys. No, he. I mean, if you watch that Good Vibrations video, he is like punching that uh, punching bag, and it is like it's like horizontal no. with the ceiling. Like he's it's he's barely moving. He's demolishing it. No, like. He's le- he's walking off set from that video shoot, and he is fucking something. I don't know what it is that he's fucking, but he's fucking something right after. Hopefully consensually. Hopefully. Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe not. I feel like Marky Mark is one of those guys. Can you feel it, baby? Jesus. You know those, like, disturbing porn videos where, like, the dude's, like, tied up, and there's, like, a woman that's just, like, punching, like, un- like uppercutting his balls. Like, <laughs> no, that's what I feel like Wahlberg is into. I don't know anything <laughs> about that. Uh, that's uh not yeah i don't know is that what you're into i don't know i watched a lot of interviews um well a bunch, i'm not gonna say i watched a lot of interviews with mm-hmm. him but i watched enough to see like he's constantly bringing up the fact that he went to jail he's constantly trying to make people aware of the fact that he's not hiding from his past which is that he beat the shit out of some people and went to jail as a juvenile like yeah, made, made some old yeah, yeah some old asian guy he, he, he blinded him like he <laughs> He's fucking, he was a douche. But if you watch the video, like the interviews from when he was really young, he is a fucking douchebag. And in his interviews now, he's like, when, when people bring up who he was, he, he's like immediately cringes. And um, I, I believe that he feels terrible about his former self. So. Well, you can believe that now until someone comes out. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he was still a douche. I'm just saying that he is a douche. if you watch an interview from him when he was like early 20s, he is so ridiculous. Like... <laughs> Like basketball jersey, basketball jersey, um, like gangsta, like awful, awful, like the worst. If you if you took everything terrible about the '90s and put it into one human being, (laughs) it was Marky Mark, early Marky Mark Wahlberg. There's nothing terrible about the '90s. Mm, There were some bad things. No, they they channeled towards him. (laughs) Women's shoulder pads. All right, all right. Ethan Hawke. He masturbates. Uh, he's a masturbator. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to... He's a, he's I think a CK. He's a sad, sad masturbator. Oh, I could see that, actually. I would yeah. not have said that initially, but now that you say it... Yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, interesting. consensus. Interesting but, feedback. But being, like, super self-aware about it and, like, yeah. explain why it's relevant that he's jerking off while yeah. he's doing it. While he's doing it. <laughs> like, like, a, like a panic rant, almost. Yeah. Right. Is You're this right. a... What is that? What, what, Linklater movie? Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. This is happening right now, and it's happening to both of us right now. You see it? <laughs> You guys are very quick. You're very quick. To to just, both of us. You're very quick to just dismiss one of my man crushes here. You're just oh. jumping. Uh, he might have uh, 12 years of footage that he's just going to all come out at once. He's always got a smidge of heroin sweat on him. You know what I mean? You know what? You know what I think? I think. I think that you're all wrong. Okay. I don't think what? that that's the case. I think that Ethan Hawke is a, is an artist. Let's let's hear what Ethan has to say about it. It's pretentious if you have, uh, if you want a result or you want people to think this. I never wanted to make a documentary. I never even really wanted to write a novel. It just made sense at the time. 
Ugh. He's an artist. It just made sense at the time, He's Nathan, an artist. to masturbate on all these little children. He's an artist. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to change that to a smidge of cocaine sweat. All right. Okay, all right. Last one, last one. Johnny Depp. Uh, he's, he's done it all. Little, little boys. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe he's done it all. Had, like everything. Yeah, I'm torn on this one because looking at him, watching his interviews, uh, eh, yeah, anything. Old, young, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Gender. He'll, he'll start by I masturbating. Also, I've also heard weird gossipy rumors that he's one of those that you would never think is not like the rest of Hollywood, but is not like the rest of Hollywood. But yeah, by looks alone, oh, everything. I watched a lot of interviews with him too. And when he was young, he he was asked, like, do you like Hollywood? And he he like said immediately, like, no, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I think he's clean as a whistle. Except for beating up his wife. He does a lot of drugs. Yeah, he's a lot of drugs. I I mean, I believe that. Like, so, maybe so many drugs that he's, like, stopped being sexual. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Actually, that's exactly how I feel about him. Yeah. yeah. Like, like he did that. He did a 95. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was flying on hallucinogenics, and he performed a 95. He, he ejaculated, and he kicked, he sliced off his dick. Oh. Amber, Amber Heard, like, yeah. took, took down his pants, saw that he was a eunuch, freaked out. They had a fight. That's what that whole thing was. Yeah, just as like a crude logo of Mordecai down there. Yeah, he got <laughs> really defensive like, and aggressive, right? Oh, I'm like like Mordecai and Rigby? Oh, in Mordecai the movie? <laughs> yeah. She's talking regular show. Regular There's nothing show. regular about Johnny Depp. Let's hear what Johnny Depp has to say about it. I never understood the fascination with the personal life of a, of a guy who tells lies for a living. I just never got it. And so it's he's what a we liar. All consider to be normal society that I find very, very strange. Cool story, bro. Yeah. He's he's an odd duck. He's not into regular shit, that's for he's sure. He's not. He's an odd duck. How many paper clips does he have in his ears these days? Exactly. Sorry? Right? I don't know what he said. I just I, I give positive affirmation when I don't understand what was said. Paper clips? Uh, <laughs> the last picture I saw of Johnny Depp, he had like a dozen paper clips through yeah. through his ears. Yeah, he wears paper clips as earrings. As yeah. earrings, okay. Hey, he's an odd duck and he likes weird people. And he thinks he, I think he celebrates himself as strange. So there you go. There you go. Another successful Q&A. Another successful edition of Harassophilia. I thank you to everyone that was involved in, the, in another executed uh, uh, segment. Thank you so much. We're going to move on uh, to the lineup tonight, which I've heard rumors is one of the best that we've ever had. But first, we need to get charged up with a battle cry. You know, you know what I love? That it's always like, it could be. Not it is. We're never like so strong as to say, no, this literally is the best it's ever been. It's just, maybe it is. It could be. Well, tonight it could be. Right. <laughs> maybe in the future I'll, I'll say this is. But tonight it's definitely could be. On episode 100. Right. When I kill myself. <laughs> Battle cry. What are you doing? Nothing. You were masturbating. I was not. Yes, you were. Oh, all right. So shoot me. I was whacking off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm ready. Our headliner tonight, Daniel. He's um, American Beauty. (laughs) Is uh, Justice League. Justice League. Nothing we've talked about so far relates no. to 
Ben Affleck's in Justice League. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm whacking off. <laughs> All right. Justice League. Here we go. already here. The others, where are they? Arthur Curry, the Aquaman. It's on him. Organic and biomechatronic body parts. He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Barry Allen. Whoever you're looking for, it's not me. You're the Batman. They said the age of heroes would never come again. It has to. Superpowers again? I'm rich. One thing I can tell you is you got to be free. My turn. Come again just like a bat i dig it maybe temporary yeah! all right nathan lead us off we're either excited yeah <laughs> yeah um all right so as a small child one of my favorite superheroes Way back, way back, before I realized that Silver Surfer was obviously the best uh, superhero that existed, my favorite superhero as a very small child was The Flash. I've seen a picture of him dressed up as The Flash. Yes, there is an embarrassing Halloween photo. He's going really fast. Of me in a poorly fitted Flash costume as a small child, it's true. (laughs) However, oh, uh, thanks mom for showing her the photo. Yeah. How fast do you think you're going in that um, photo? Speaking mm-hmm. speaking of costumes, um, that costume looks like absolute shit. Whose? Uh, the one that Ezra Miller is wearing. Aww. It looks like garbage. Uh, I'm worried. This looks awful. Yeah. Aquaman, I hope you can save it. He's not even, he's not wearing any orange at all. No, he's not. Uh, the cyborg, they're, they're showing him, I think, some sort of football Accident is what caused him to become a cyborg. Potentially, we're talking about some massive CTE um, issues here. <laughs> work that in, right? Yeah. Wonder Woman looks awesome. Affleck will probably hold 
um, hold serve as Batman, potentially. But the rest of it looks like absolute garbage. Let's be honest. It's going to be a bunch of Atlanteans and, uh, you know, ladies from the Isle of Wonder Woman going at it with a bunch of weirdos. The, the bad guy in this movie. Intern, maybe you can you can tell us who Steppenwolf is. Um, the band? It's the bad guy. The bad guy. It's from DC Comics. The, the bad guy in this movie is called Steppenwolf. He's some sort of god. Um can I jump in here? I feel like yeah. I'm ready yeah. to jump yeah. in. Tell, so, tell them um, who Steppenwolf is. No. Um, <laughs> he was in the new 52. The What's going to happen here is everything that doesn't have Batman and Superman might actually be good. Yeah, where is but, Superman? But he's dead. He'll, he's he's going to show up at the end. Yeah, he died. He'll show up at the end of this. Um, we already sorry. Know what spoiler. The happen? What's the, uh, okay. Spoiler. <laughs> Superman doesn't die. Because you can't kill Superman. Anyway, um, and if you look at credits, it shows that he's in the movie. Yeah, yeah, for flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, and for future flashbacks. Uh, anyway, they DC's lost its way. They they almost got it back with the two thirds of Wonder Woman. No, all of Wonder Woman is good. When I watch Gal Gadot kick ass, I get chills. Yeah, it's cool. Except the last fight was I get lame. Tears in my eyes. When it, I watch her on the big really screen. Really good. Thank you. First two thirds. Yeah, okay. The end didn't make any sense at all. But I don't want you to harp on that, Andrew. Right. But that's the best thing that's come out of DC since what? Nolan gave up on, on them. And I think that the, the tide has turned too much. The next Wonder Woman is something to look forward to. I think Flash seems like he's he's funny. It's that so kid I, from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. Yeah. And And we need to talk about Kevin, so... Well, we need and to. He his his humor seems forced. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem oh. naturally witty. Yeah, it's it's also in the wake of Avengers, right? It's like right. alien presence coming, same story. Can they even come close to what the Avengers did? And everything they do is going to be compared to the Avengers. All the reviewers are going to shit on it. This movie yeah. doesn't even have a fucking chance. It might make I've, decent money, but it'll be like Batman v Superman money, like seven hundred, eight hundred million dollars, and everybody will pre- pretend that, that 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 it's more like two hundred million and forget I, that it existed. But I liked Batman v Superman: Colin Dono Justice. I didn't mind it. I either. feel like this is going to be better than Batman v Superman: Colin Dono well, Justice. Then, really? Can I be? Ex- yeah. Then I must be. Ex- well, Gal Gadot's in this one. Yeah. The old Gal Bump. Yeah. Are you? Bump. Are you? She makes everything. Some bum? Can we start saying her name properly? Better. Her name is Gadot. She okay. she pronounces her her own name Gadot on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, because she's like Israeli, not French. Yeah, it's like a hard T. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Toss toss it around. Intern, toss the hot potato. Who are you it's, going to? Gadot sounds better. I'll just say that right now. Uh, Amanda, tell us about Gadot. Um. So here's my problem with the uh, DC movies, and it's my own fault. It's not their fault. It's me, not you. It's me. Um. <laughs> But I haven't seen any of them. You're breaking up with them already and you haven't yeah. even seen them? <laughs> I've managed to not see any of the movies. And so every time a new one comes out, I'm like, oh, it's just a burden because I haven't seen anything. I don't know the storyline at all. And so I just now I just can't see them. There's only four. It's, yeah, and they're all a million hours long. Like I, I have seen parts <laughs> of Batman v Superman and it seemed okay, but I'm like, Oh, I, I came into this at what I thought was the middle, and it's still happening. It's still happening, and I'm exhausted from this thing. Right, you come in at the middle, and it looks like there's still a whole movie yeah. left. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I still want to see Wonder Woman because I imagine that that's the one that I will like. Um, you, you don't I need to watch it, it to 
relate to anything else either. Like it can no, be no. its own she thing. No, no, she needs to watch Wonder Woman. Because that scene no, where she's like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> no, Wonder Woman is its own thing, though. Like it fits by yeah. itself without the rest of this nonsense. No, it, it actually has grossed more than any origin superhero movie, both DC and Marvel. Sure. And that's great. And I'll probably watch that one eventually. But this, I don't, I don't want to see it. You now have a burden list, and it has one movie on it, and that movie is Wonder Woman, starring Gal Gadot. That's exciting. I'm for it. But uh, the kid playing the Flash is the only thing that makes me want to see this, and so that's not nearly enough. Too bad his costume looked like a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a problem with the costume, but we've got a TV Flash, movie Flash, a couple of different Quicksilvers, and I think I just like the Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. He's my favorite fast guy. So I've got no attraction to Flash here. I think it's going to be Aquaman is the only one that's causing me to go, huh, I wonder what they're going to do with him. But you're right. We don't even even get like a nice orange suit because everything in this DC universe is muted to black. Is Aquaman so dark? Is Aquaman? That's true. Yeah, the colors are very dark. But is Aquaman the Thor of DC? Aquaman's the butt of everyone's joke and is awesome. <laughs> but I hope that he He's is there awesome. for the funniest one because well, one of them needs to be funny. They missed. Yeah. They missed it because the reason why people who love Aquaman love Aquaman is because he's so fucking ridiculous yeah. and lame. It loops around to being awesome and they fucked it up. And yeah, Flash is the witty one. He's supposed to be. He always has been. But... All of his jokes seem to miss a little bit, mm-hmm. which is concerning. Plus, uh, the Red Tornado's not in this movie, so I'm worried. Yeah, and I only like, I think my favorite out of them anyways is Superman. He'll be come back. So, yeah, I'm not. Also, this trailer, weirdly, I've seen a couple of trailers for this, and this is the one that's like the least amped up. Hmm. But uh, I thought this was the best trailer I've seen. This one's like... Uh, like a scene from Baby Driver or something. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> what I can't figure out is what the movie's about. You guys know because you know. We had to look it up, though. The Steppenwolf guy. They're just forming a team to fight some extra super big bad guy. Yeah, there's a reason why they didn't tell us who the bad guy is because no one fucking knows who it is. Yeah, because the next Justice League, they'll have a real bad guy. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead know about. I'm going to go ahead and say worried, but man, would I love to just break down all these DC films into like a heavy metal style one hour long music video montage. That might be fun to to look at. That's what I mean. Like yeah. there's, there's scenes I can pull from all these movies that are like badass unto themselves, but then strung all together you're just like a wishwash of gray swirling CGI. Yeah. Also, I'm worried. Well, everybody's worried, right? Amanda, you were worried? Totally worried. Yeah. Chelsea? I said worried. Worried. Five. Red tornado's not in Mm-mm. it. Five W's. Oh, right. You said Red Tornado's not in it. Worried. Uh, trailer number two, The Disaster Artist. The Disaster Artist. Here we go. Los Angeles, everybody wants to be star. You have to be the best and never give up. When I get up on stage in front of people, all I can think about is, what if they laugh at me? You, man, you're fearless. I want to feel that too. I don't care. I'll do it. You and me, we both have this dream. Yeah, I guess we do. (laughs) 
that we'll be famous. We'll show them. Watch out, here we come. To be or not to be. It's not going to happen for you. Not in a million years. But after that, this town, Greg, they don't want me. Wish we could just make our own movie. A great idea. So there's this guy, Johnny, a true American hero to be played by me. He has it all. Good luck, many friends. And also, maybe Johnny is vampire. We'll see. This set of the alleyway looks exactly like the real alleyway. That's right. Well, why don't we just shoot in the real alleyway? Because it's a real Hollywood movie. No, yeah, sounds good. Okay, action. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. What the, it doesn't work if you're looking at the camera. And then this beautiful girl. Anything for my princess. She betrayed him. And then this guy, Johnny. He go crazy. Nobody respect my vision. You are a villain. I do this whole movie for you, Greg. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Why you cut, Sandy? This is great. This is real acting. If you're gonna ride around with the dress, maybe do it before you shoot yourself in the head and blow your brains out. I disagree. You really gonna make this thing? We are going to go together. Tommy, this is not necessary. No, very necessary. I need to show my ass to sell this movie. I think you're aiming a little bit. I am what I am. Just do the scene. Why is he having sex with her belly button? He knows where her vagina is, right? Hi, doggy. Chelsea, worried or excited? Uh, I think that Dave Franco would have to be naked constantly for me to forget that incredibly grating accent that James Franco is doing for this whole movie. <laughs> That's the but guy's actual accent. I believe it, and I don't want to watch it for an hour and a half. That's my gut is telling me. And well, it's I, three hours because you have to see the original The Room first, that, of course. That was my next point is that there's too much of a prerequisite because I have to watch The Room and then I have to watch this and horrible movies that are so bad that they're funny aren't really my thing. So I will not be doing that. Worried. Worried. Amanda? Uh, I, I see where Chelsea's coming from, but because I am an advocate for cheating... I will just see this and never see the room. So, so, you yeah. so you're gonna take the test without studying? Yes. I own the room, so you're all seeing it one way or another. I'm never seeing it. Yeah. Um, Are you excited? <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> it looks. I mean, because it looks like it's Franco. Oh, the voice is horrible. I mean, oh. it is. It is <laughs> it obnoxious. Hurts. It's exact. It's exact. I, it's, exact. Yeah. It's, I, it's frighteningly exact. Yeah. I really feel like Daniel should go last. Um. On this one. Who cares? Yeah. But I, I think I, I'm so charmed by the fact that this this movie about a bad movie is born out of a, a love, like a true love by Seth Rogen and Franco and their their buddies or whatever. Their love of, of trash. And that is something that we identify with, you know, me me and Bay. So I think there's something about that that's that's sweet to me and charming and, and nice and so I'm excited about this, but I I will not watch the movie, the, the room. <laughs> All right, let me let me step in. I also have never seen the room. I also do not want to see the room, but I do want to see this. I'm excited about this because yes, they do seem like they're mocking the what is you know 
quote unquote supposed to be the worst movie ever made. Or Trolls Two. Yeah, it, yeah, it's neck and neck apparently between those two. I'm sure Daniel would be able to say which one wins the race. But um, I, I also want to say that it's inspiring because it means that you can suck so bad, like you can go, you know, as far to that side of the spectrum as possible and get a movie made about you making a movie. How long is this movie? Because of how terrible you are. How long <laughs> is this movie? Hour and 47 minutes. Like, can't we, Daniel, can't we just watch this and if we really like it, then we watch The Room? Dave Franco is not hot enough to carry this movie, you guys. I'm I'm proposing a reverse option. And I'm going to say I'm excited to watch this, not The Room. You yeah, are. I mean, you could, of course you can do that. It would be like Amanda said, it'd be cheating. Cheating. Yeah, and you'd always have to know that after you watched it that you just cheated. A cheater. Yeah. And that everyone will call you out on it. Forever. Here comes Mr. <laughs> Mr. Morality, Mr. Fame, you know. No. Famous. Listen. Nathan, you're we... breaking my heart. Oh, his accent is fuck irritating. <laughs> Intern. <laughs> what you thinking? Um, There's that one I... scene in the diner where he, he actually looks like the guy in the poster. Like really close. Yeah, it's they yeah, do it a good job. Pretty similar. Um, I saw this movie at a special screening you seen it already? Um, a couple a couple years ago at a theater. The room. Where, oh. Yeah. Where uh, every time, so in the background, there's like these really shitty paintings of cutlery. And every time you see that, everyone threw plastic cutlery at the screen. <laughs> um, okay. It was like a Rocky Horror Picture Show. And every time they say certain things, you like yell stuff back. It was it was uh, very entertaining. Yeah, except the Rocky Horror Picture Show is good. It sounds like um, the... A running Man event that we went to with uh, Daniel in uh, Texas, Austin, Texas, to the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to shoot the cap guns every time there was a gun battle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's stuff in this trailer that happens like when you see the movie where he's like fucking her belly button. You're like, what the fuck is happening? And it's just really funny to see that in the background, that's the same question that, you know, the director has also. <laughs> um, I think this is going to be really funny to me. Um, but I think it's going to be more funny because I've seen the room and I know how horrible it is. Okay. So. Nathan, we don't do anything half-assed. He's saying that watching the room first heightens your experience. Obviously. We're talking about cheating or not cheating. You're annoying <laughs> yeah. me. So you're uh, saying I'm excited should, for this. We should not cheat. Did you say you were excited, Chelsea? No, yeah. I said I was worried. You were worried. Yeah. But yet you're proposing that we don't cheat. I'm saying that if you're going to fucking drag me to that movie, I'm going to make you watch The Room. <laughs> so you're saying that we can't parlay this into a forced, burdenless movie. Oh, it's a Mexican standoff. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm Every performing the Me- Mexican back. standoff. Yeah. Dicks out. Ding in that pud. Feed the geese, guys. <laughs> Feed those geese. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll cap it off here. Of course I'm excited. Love me some good, bad movies. Uh, and I almost would have thought when if you had pitched this idea to me on paper, I would have been like, no, this is like making a riff tracks for a comedy. Like you don't you don't make a joke commentary over a comedy because it's already trying to be funny. So you trying to add to it is just making a big mess, which is what I would have thought this would have turned out. But no, it looks like they do a really good job. And I think they do a good job because it's somewhat sincere. I think they do have an admiration for Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Uh, beyond an ironic one. So I'm excited. All right, trailer number three, we have a bit of a curveball tonight. Um, Daniel was approached by the board of Sad Sack Studios uh, to approve um, 
a a non-horror fulcrum tonight. Um, This is All the Money in the World starring Kevin Spacey before it no longer stars Kevin Spacey. So you're saying this is kind of like a ghost movie because it will no longer exist in this form. And the whole thing is unprecedented and can be classified as horrifying that somebody who suffers severe sexual harassment allegations is replaced in a movie and not just replaced, recasted and they're reshooting and they're still releasing it on time. They're going to erase him. Suffers accusation. Right. Yeah. He may have he may have, Kevin Spacey's not the one suffering right now. Although well I guess his wallet probably is. Yeah. So he rapes some people. Now he's you now know he's, being embarrassed. He's out. <laughs> but he's being removed completely from yes. this movie. Yeah. So if we don't do this now, in a few weeks, he won't be in it anymore. Yeah, when are they releasing the new trailer? Well they're gonna yeah, they're gonna have to redo all promotional materials. All everything because they were leaning on Spacey yeah. hard. Yeah, eight eight to it, ten days of filming is all he did. So Christopher Plummer has been hired to Plummer completely replace him. Already in IMDb. He's yeah, and he's already. I'm jumping the gun, but this old makeup has always bothered me. So the fact that they've now cast Christopher Plummer is yeah, doesn't even need way any ma- better. Yeah, doesn't even need any makeup. No makeup. Better. <laughs> and what's it called again? All the money in the world. All the money in the world. Yeah. Here we go. To be a Getty is an extraordinary thing. My grandfather wasn't just the richest man in the world. He was the richest man in the history of the world. We look like you, but we're not like you. As you take us time. It's like we're from another planet, where the force of gravity is so strong, it bends the light. It bends people, too. And it's Mr. Getty, your grandson. Miss Getty, we have your son. Is this some kind of joke? $17 million to release him. I don't have any money. Get it from your father-in-law. He has all the money in the world. What you need to live. Mr. Getty is unavailable. I'm sorry, Miss Getty. I work for Mr. Getty. I'm gonna help you find your son. I'm not a real Getty. I just married one. I'm fighting an empire. We need to pay the ransom. They will do things to Paul that cannot be undone for any amount of money. No! I ask as a mother to set my boy free. We have to show we're willing to walk away. I can't walk away. Mr. Getty! Mr. Getty! Mr. Getty! How much would you pay to release your grandson if not $17 million? Nothing.
All right, Daniel, it's not a horror movie, but it is your spot. Are you worried or are you excited about all the money in the world? Uh, after seeing that he's completely hidden in makeup, was it so necessary to replace him? Maybe just not make it such a big feature in the credits, like with Kevin Spacey. Just have it in sort of the end, like, oh, and Kevin Spacey. Um, kid doesn't seem like it with that much makeup on. Doesn't really seem like it'll matter if it's plumber or not, especially if he just has a couple or a handful of scenes where he's popping out being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, family, rich family, one of them gets kidnapped bunch of back and forth drama i don't think there's any sort of weird twist or unseen feature that they're hiding to this and so as it stands just on the face of it um i'm worried um, it looks boring <clears throat> i'm so bored really yeah well i'm excited there's to see, a reason for that I'm, I'm excited to see if they have the balls to do like deleted scenes on the blu-ray <laughs> what's a blu-ray I was- I was going to say, I really hope that they have both versions. Right. And you can watch them back to back. That would be epic. Well, because Ridley Scott, like, immediately jumped on top of this. Immediately erased him, pretty much, from the movie by hiring somebody else and agreeing to recast, reshoot for eight to ten days. Um, Let's see here. I got some stats on this. This is going to cost a lot of money to do this. Uh, So we're talking about the extra eight to ten days is expected to cost at least ten million dollars. Um, and it may even be more if they have to pay Mark Wahlberg and Michelle Williams more than expected. They had two weeks of reshoots written into their contract, but if they already went past that amount on reshoots before this casting switch, then they'll have to pay a prorated weekly rate. Christopher Plummer is only getting like 250000 to 450000 for the role. Christopher Plummer is fucking awesome. Christopher Plummer is awesome. And he probably would have been a, a better, better cast a better to begin with. Choice to begin with, right? And the, it's weird. Like, like the only thing that's interrupting is Wahlberg's doing press for Daddy's Home 2. Not a big deal. Michelle Williams currently shooting Venom for Sony Pictures, who also made this movie. So they just make her available, basically. So it looks like it might work out. It's just a kind of unprecedented moment. The reason why it's being... Um, presented here tonight is because it's unprecedented to remove someone not only remove someone but to recast reshoot and still release on time and try to enter the oscar race and just erase somebody from a movie because they've been accused of hsa or hssa yeah i'm not sure i agree with the whole trying to just erase it from history angle that they take on it but whatever It'd be awesome because they mentioned the movie, um, if you're not willing to pay $17 million, then how much would you pay? Nothing. It'd be <laughs> awesome if it cost exactly $17 million. <laughs> <laughs> More to correct this, as they say. Chelsea, what do you think? I'm Oh, <laughs> um, I'm excited because I like dramas. Yeah, how long is this movie? Okay, well, let's is it And is it based on a real life it's event? Ridley, it's Ridley Scott, so it's probably three hours and 45 minutes. Um <laughs> I don't have an amount. I don't have a time. I'm sorry. Okay. Is it a biopic? Based well, on a book. Pretty much. Based on a book that's based on real life? I don't, I've never heard of John Paul Getty before. I'm just concerned because it seems like Michelle Williams cries a lot in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So by my estimation, I'm just going to extrapolate that over the time of the movie and she's probably going to cry like 40% of the movie. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. And she's probably going to win an Oscar. And I support her. But I'm not going to go see this movie, even with Christopher Plummer in it. Although that kid at the beginning, Getty's son, 
The one that gets kidnapped? Yeah. He seems like he has a lot of charisma. Like he remind. I know we don't see him that much, but he reminds me of River Phoenix. <sighs> uh, Ooh. I don't know. Does he have lines? The kid that gets kidnapped? He is. Oh, he'll have lines. His ear's getting cut off. He must say yeah. something. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to just see torture porn. I'd like to see him have some lines because he seems like he has charisma. (laughs) And he was in the finals. He got beat out by Tom Holland for the Spider Man movie. So he was in the final to become Spider Man? Hmm. Who the hell is this kid? What's his name? Charlie Plummer. Is he related to Christopher Plummer? I don't know. That seems like too much of a coincidence to Hmm. not be the case. Weird. I'm I'm worried. You're worried. I'm I'm firmly worried, but I'm interested. I want to see mm-hmm. the trailer with Christopher Plummer in it. You would you like to tell me? Give me a percentage amount. How of what? Like okay, from from zero to one hundred percent. How cheated do you think Daniel feels about being robbed of his fulcrum tonight? Well, I know what the replacement was. <laughs> do you want to know what the horror movie was supposed to be, Daniel? I think I know. It was like Night of the Living Hamburgers, Donuts, <laughs> or something. Yeah, oh, Attack of the Killer Donuts. <laughs> Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of expected this to like, you know, people to freak out more about the unprecedentedness of replacing someone in a movie. Like I thought that were kind of like that, that was deserving of being like an emergency entry, you know, somebody being replaced. I'm super excited. It's going to be long, <laughs> slow and dramatic. How many tears do you think will be shed? Uh, by Williams or myself? Myself? Zero. Mm. Williams? Well, that's not so uh, At least 14. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's really specific. It's like he does the things that he talks about. Well, I'm the <laughs> accountant here. Hey, America. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I'm worried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just, it looks mega boring. It looks so boring. Mm-hmm. I don't. Kidnap? Kidnap, uh, Whatever. It's like, I, I understand where you're coming from. It's like Man on Fire without the guns. Oh, no, Man on Fire is the worst movie ever. Don't even bring that up. What? Man on Fire? It's made, horrible. Made by Ridley Scott's brother, Tony Scott, who killed himself for some odd reason that no one knows. You know what? It's about time. What if Tony he Scott killed himself, killed himself because of shit that he knew about Hollywood? Like things that he maybe did. That's fine. Or a bunch of shit was about to come out about it, like real bad shit. Yeah. And Ridley was like, I'm doing this for both of us. Like Aren't going on right. his brother's chin. Right. Which would make Ridley Scott's replacement of Kevin Spacey in this movie hypocritical. Or which would be really fucked up. He made Man on Fire and was like, well, that's all I have to give. Yeah. That was horrible. You are a Man on Fire, Tony. You did the right thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did Daniel say he was like, worried? He is worried. Sometimes you can tell just from their tone. Oh. Like this is a piece of shit. Let's move on. Well, it's not, like it's going to get Oscar nominations. That's the problem. It's fine. Yeah, Williams will. It's fine. I'll never, yeah. I'll never live it down. The next time Sad Sack Studios goes to Daniel and asks him for anything, like before they even say like two words, he's going to be like, "No, fuck off." Yeah, but with yeah, neither- I mean, is this more offensive than the 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 Moji movie? <laughs> no, this is no. much less offensive than the emoji. What about? Movie. But it was uh, Night of Living Donuts. That was done without permission. The emoji movie was done. <laughs> I was like, if I classify it as horrifying, will you allow it? And because he's easygoing, because he's Daniel Son, Benjamin Carvericus, he says, yeah, of course, I understand. And then I, you know, immediately try to fuck him, and he immediately, I think he punished me for it. I forget. What he <laughs> Yeah, this one I agreed to under heavy threat of being fired from the show by Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, trailer number four to lift everyone's spirits is uh, is Twenty Four Hours to Live. Oh God! Starring Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Twenty-four hours to live. Here we go. My name is Travis Conrad. I gave my entire life to the agency until they betrayed me. They took my family. They took my future. They wouldn't even let me die in peace. What's happening to me? You're gonna die again. How long do I have? You have less than 24 hours to live. Mr. Conrad. Finish one last job. And you'll live to see tomorrow. You have no idea what you've done. I'm gonna come at you with everything I've got. Send a strike team to find and kill. I'm gonna have to get creative. These guys don't play nice. Neither do I. One hell of a weapon. With nothing to lose. It took my wife. It took my son. So you can either walk away, or I'm gonna walk away over your dead body. Send somebody back for the bodies. All right, let's try this again. Daniel, you were either excited about 24 hours to live. <laughs> it's interesting that she went to me first on this one. Uh, there's definitely a, a film of B-movie all over this thing. Uh, I don't know why. I feel like I could implant a clock under my own skin that looked better than that. But It's Ethan, and it's, I, and it's directed by a stunt director. Same, yeah. same as John Wick. Right, and I, I that's that's why I, I can tell that the, that the 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 confluence of flukery that was John Wick, which was that a, a stunt man made not only a bunch of badass stunts, but wrapped it in a well shot badass movie. This I feel like just has the stunts, and I can tell most of the people here are gonna go worried on this one. And I will flat out say this looks like a B movie. I don't think Ethan Hawke has the like chutzpah that a real vengeance film needs, but I can just tell from this trailer that there's going to be a fuckload of badass deaths, and that's what I'm in it for. I'm excited. I'm going to step in quickly because I am. I have a man crush on Ethan Hawke. He has a fucking intensity. And if you're going to tell me that they're going to take another stunt director 
and try to make a badass action movie, and the guy they chose to carry it was Ethan Hawke, I'd be on board. So, fuck it. I believe in the mm-hmm. hawk, and I'm excited. I think it might actually... It won't It won't be John Wick, so don't compare it or, or try to make it live up to John Wick. Just say that he's got a fucking timer in his fucking arm, <laughs> and he's going to fucking be badass because Ethan Hawke has intensity, and he's going to own it, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be executed. Stunt director, Ethan Hawke, fuck it. It'll, it'll entertain you. It's a, it's a one hour and 33 minutes. If you say you're worried, then you're probably only worried about like, you know, 33 minutes of that one hour, 33 minutes. I'm excited. Yeah. I love when guys in movies like stab people in the foot with a knife. And I saw that at least 17 times in that trailer. <laughs> I, wait, I am walk over your dead body excited. <laughs> That's my problem is that Ethan Hawke, I like him. I, 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 in fact, I would say that I really love Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is sexy to me. I've had a crush on him since Reality Bites, but he is not a badass action star. No. He's just not. And I don't even... He's, a, he's an artist. He's an artist. Um, <laughs> and while I, I understand not comparing it to John Wick, they're obviously riding the John Wick coattails. And it's going to fail so hard. And I just... I don't know if it's going to be good, bad enough. I, I'm worried about a zero. I don't know that it's going to pull a negative two. Can we watch this together? <laughs> sure. <laughs> We're going to do a lot of doing nothing, so I'm worried. Intern? Um, the only thing that looks like it's acceptable about this movie is its length. We'll leave it at that. Worried? <laughs> what a dick. Chelsea, uh, redeem us. Come on, give us a positive ratio here. Give us, give us a good fraction. I've been a fuddy-duddy, hey, tonight? No. I don't yeah. think you've been a funny daddy. Mm. I think you've been kind of floating in the middle, and this is your chance to, to, Chelsea, just to be define honest. yourself. Do you want to align with the intern, or do you want uh, to align with Nathaniel, your uh, name's Matthew, not Nathaniel. Matthew Ferd uh, Carvericus, and Daniel Benjamima Carvericus? Um, this movie's... My, okay, my problem with this movie is that it's taking itself too seriously. It's like there's not enough... How much time do I have? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that they know that it's bad. Oh, which right. means that it won't be good bad. No, no, that's that's, that's the best. True, <laughs> <laughs> it can be. I think that the premise is good. I think it lost me at the bit at the beginning. It got me back when he had the timer in his arm. <laughs> I'm being serious. I know. <laughs> I think that the sequel is going to be better. That's I, awesome. I think that 25 hours to live is going to be better. I would have I gone 48. That's uh, 52 weeks to live. Well, I thought, actually, I thought maybe 23 hours to live because they're going to raise the stakes. Ooh, yeah. 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 Right. I think you're, I think you're right. Well, you could just that. do a countdown. So there could be 24 of these movies. Yeah, exactly. There's there 24 be- sequels. Yeah. And I'm excited for those movies when they start to realize what it is that they have. Because right now there's not enough Tom Cruise running. There's 12, 12 hours to die. But there's Sir Davis. Whom? <laughs> the Iron oh, Knight. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Game of Thrones guy is the oh, bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. should have been the hero. Solid choice. Is he the bad guy? Because I thought the bad guy was like an Ernst Starvo Brofold voice yeah, over I thought, the phone. I thought Davis was the like the police chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what you've woken up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for me to be excited about this movie, I need 
I need more banter. I need more. I need better one-liners. I need uh, straight, like karate chop hands while he's running, and and just more karate chops. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be realistic. <laughs> I'm worried about this movie, but I'm excited for the sequel. I think it's going to have a sequel. I think the sequel is going to find itself it's somewhere. One of the most entertaining answers ever on Trailer Park Podcast. No, I've Keep just had a lot of wine. Worried about this movie, but excited about the sequel? I don't know that I've ever heard that. Uh, it would be an original. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's time for a horrible clip of Louis C.K. What? Father, I recycle and I masturbate. And I'm proud of it. And, and God's happy. And later I'm going to masturbate and I'm going to think about you. Okay. All right. Okay. It's the next All movie right. I love you. Each and every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> All cool million. This one's for you. Feed no, the pigeons. No. We can't do I love you, daddy, because they pulled the release date. And I have no idea if it'll ever be released ever again. Okay. Uh, trailer number five is a, is a book that Chelsea and I have been reading or trying to finish before the movie came out. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Ooh, one of my favorite older movies. It's a great book. It's a great book. Murder on the Orient Express. Here we go. There is something about a tangle of strangers pressed together for days with nothing in common but the need to go from one place to another and never see each other again. I see evil on this train. A passenger has died. They got him after all. You assume he was killed? No, 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 not. Well, he was in perfectly good health. He, he had his enemies. Indeed, he was murdered. God, murder here. God rest his soul. Someone was rummaging around my cabin in the middle of the night. No one would listen to me. If there was a murder, what is going on? Then there was a murderer. The murderer is with us. And every one of you is a suspect. And who are you? My name is Hercule Poirot, and I am probably the greatest detective in the world. Intern, worried or excited? Well, I just watched the um, 1974 version yep. of this, and I really wish that I hadn't. Because it was good? Uh, it was really good, 
I feel like this movie is going to be infinitely better if you don't know the end. <laughs> don't no spoilers, please. Which might ruin everything if you're reading the book. I'm reading the or book. Or if you're watching the old movie. I'm not watching. I really the book. liked the old movie, but I do think that the more you know, the less effective this movie will Should be. Should I stop reading the book? Yeah. Yes. Is it like Ender's Game? I will not tell you anything more. No, if you if you want to like enjoy the actual mystery of the movie, which at least the original manages to capture very well, then stop reading the book. Has anyone read the book? If you just want to enjoy this story because it's a cool story, then by all means, just continue. I'm I'm still excited for this, um, but I I wish that I had seen this one first. Okay, I have sixty pages left in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to know if I need to finish it before I watch Uh-oh. the movie or if I should just watch the movie. I have significantly more than 60 pages and I have made my decision. Thank you. Shut up. <laughs> this isn't about it's just, you. It's up to you if you're not worried about, you know. Okay. The, the thing is, is that it's a mystery. And if you're going like, that's Ender's the whole point game of the movie. Ender's Game is a big mystery. fucking deal. I equate it to Ender's Game because Ender's Game's charm. Oh, that's great book. Mm. It's tough. I watched the movie before I read the book, and I enjoyed both. But the movie, I had so much respect for because I didn't know the end. Yeah, um, I, w- I would wait. I'd watch the movie and then read your But then years. Watchmen, I fell off my bunk bed as a 16-year-old child when I read the ending. And then I saw the movie, and it was lackluster. So I need to know. Yeah, but they changed the ending of Watchmen, so it's not comparable. Well, we don't know. No one's seen... Orient Express. I'm excited. I guess I should just say. Hmm. I don't think you can change the end from the book to the movie. And I, like, the reason there's only sixty pages left. The reason why they changed the ending of the Watchmen was because of runtime. I know. And there's no way. And like, it was the size, wrong. the size of Orient Express as a book is is not doesn't speak to a runtime issue. Can someone watch it and tell me what to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, she's excited. Intern's excited. I am excited. This trailer is exceptional. Right? It's exceptional. Plus, okay, I never said, but Agatha Christie's my girl. She's not going to disappoint me. Okay. Agatha Christie's (laughs) your girl. (laughs) Her and Margaret Atwood. Right. I, I need to tell a story about the Willem Dafoe interview that I listened to. He was talking about the Florida Project, which is an entirely different movie, but they touched on Murder on the Orient Express for a few minutes. And he said it was an awesome experience because it's rare for a whole bunch of actors to get together on set on the same days and interact with each other. And he said that on this set, everybody was hanging around and wanted to be a part of the process. And normally you'd have stand-ins, you had people coming and, you know, people acting to people that aren't actually the actors, but everybody stuck around and went the distance. And I think that Kenneth Branagh is incredibly respected as well in the community. And he probably hasn't touched any kids or or fucked anybody, which is good. And uh, I think that this was actually like a really great experience for all of these famous actors and got together and hung out with each other and played off each other and possibly created a really great movie. And the fucking trailer rules. The way that that fucking music comes in. I'm a believer. Make me a believer. Right? Right. There it is. Okay. I'm excited. Amanda? Uh, I have the good fortune of having read the book and uh, loved it when I read it, but it has been so long that I have forgotten the ending. So I 
get to both say that I like the book and get to go into this movie not knowing how it's going to end. And that's very exciting. That's wonderful. That's um, awesome. Although, who knows? You know, maybe I'll start to, you know, it'll come back to me as I'm watching it. But either <sighs> like way. Like it'll fuck you as you're watching it? Yeah. Like you'll, re- you'll remember, you'll piece it together and be like, oh, right. Oh, fuck. Um, I'm excited. I, lo- I love um, the cast and... I know it's a good story and I am sure that they will execute it well and I look forward to seeing it. Excited. I have a through and through deep love for the original movie. Like there's something about it that I can't fully explain nor do I think anybody else would or would I expect anybody else to enjoy it as much as I do? It's something about the tightness of all the filming. So many characters all written so well together and like the lush colors of 1970s film and all these lavish train sets and the humor is really good. And I remember thinking at the time when I first watched it, I remember thinking that it was probably prime time for a movie like that to be remade. That and the other one that's in the same uh, vein what is it death on the nile yeah death um, on the nile is great but also it is also great yeah but i have a special place in my heart for this one and i remember thinking i made the decision for tonight's show like seven years ago which was if they remake it please don't let perot be depp <laughs> so close so what do you mean <clears throat> so close what do you mean po- poirot is kenneth branagh and um depp is ratchet Okay, it's not like right. a fight club. Like no, you're not revealing. Into no, I think Dan's oh, no. saying that. I think what he's about to say is that if Depp was Poirot, then he would be worried. But because Depp is not Poirot, it's he's going to be excited. But it's weird that Depp is in it <laughs> because That's... it's not the way we think it's going to go down. I have, I have sixty pages so left, and Depp saying, is the twist. He's saying years ago he predicted that Johnny Depp would be in this fucking movie. <laughs> I yeah, I thought for sure that uh, they would have made him Hercule I will say that I think we talked about this before and I sort of forgot until you just said that, but I do find out of this whole group of people that's in this movie, Johnny Depp is a distraction. He he's is. a big distraction, yeah. <clears throat> and he's and he's yeah, I'm I'm worried. Yeah. You're no worried. spoilers. You're worried. Oh, yeah. Almost. Just because of Depp or other actors as well? Because he has uh, Depp's, a love. Depp's a big problem. Uh, my immense love for the original and uh, I don't should, know. Not reading the book is one thing, but should we watch the 74 before we go? Absolutely not. No, I, no you should watch that one after because it's fantastic. Should I read it? <laughs> okay. So watch new one first, then 74. When do I read it? And then not finish reading the book. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Excited. After you watch any movie, then just finish reading it. Why would you waste your time like that? Well, the book is probably going to be better. Chapter one, which of them? In- Ingrid, in uh, Ingrid right Bergman now. won her fourth Oscar for the murder on the Orient Express '74. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you equate success in your career by the number of Oscars that you've won? I'm gonna read it. Fuck you guys. Uh, yep. You do. Yep. So if you won two Oscars and then fucked a bunch of underage boys, how many Oscars <laughs> do you have? Well, zero after today. We redistributed those. And what I've done is puzzled over and studied and followed forever.
the second part of Trailer Park Podcast, episode 90, uh, where we address the burden list in the Internet Archive update. Tonight, uh, it is my understanding that the president of Satsag Studios and or CEO, I forget what your position is, Amanda, but you have mandated that because your birthday is happening, that you get to burden everyone. That's true. So I'm going to be handing over the burden list uh, duties to you tonight so that you can burden um, not just Daniel and myself, but I believe you have some follow-up from episode 89 where you're going to give the intern some fresh Sasquatch titles to watch. Yes, so uh, uh, the, the, the intern <laughs> sort of opened the door for all this anyway by giving me the rights to burden him a bunch of stuff. And then I was like, well, I might as well just do everybody since it's almost my birthday. Um, and... So but I actually have what I what I think is really a gift to the Carverton Knights because as the cool million may or may not be aware of there has been a battle between these two alleged gentlemen over a particular <laughs> film um, one being unwilling to watch it without it being burdened the other refusing <gasps> to burden it Turbo Kid Turbo Kid so, Turbo Kid The burden is oh Oh, no. 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 What's happening? We lost Andrew. Oh, no. We lost who? Intern. <laughs> Is he there? Uh, there's no, some, he's gone. There's some connection problems. It's fine. Keep going. No. <laughs> so, no change my mind. Never mind. No. <laughs> it, the, the, uh, the... Just get him back first. Oh, my God. Turbo Kid. Yeah. So I, um, I identified a loophole to fix... Y'all's problem of being stubborn. Oh, thank you. Dicks. I offered multiple fixes. Okay. <laughs> the problem was that neither one of y'all would agree with the other. So I'm just going to handle it like women do. Uh, <laughs> I am burdening Nathan with Turbo Kid yes. with the caveat oh. ah. that it must be watched yes. here <gasps> because I know that that's what Babe actually wants. And Tahis? Agreed. Agreed. Thank you for putting it. Thank you for making me win. I appreciate <laughs> you didn't, it. You didn't. You both won. You both won. You both got what you wanted out of that. I guess that's one way to look at it. <laughs> It'll be the only way that we look at it. <laughs> okay. Speaking okay. of, Amanda, I'm going to send a bunch of shit to your house. Don't Ooh. be alarmed. Okay. <laughs> I can't get it in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess I should bring us another suitcase. Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, <clears throat> okay, so if I'm getting Turbo Kid and I get to win, and, and you didn't get to win, you didn't beat anybody, right? Well, I mean, you know, you can agree to disagree. I will wait until you're here, and then I'll snap the disc in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so triumphant. I would have so much respect for you <laughs> if you did that. I'd be like, oh, dude, I will go buy you a new copy right now and never watch it. <laughs> Just because you did that, I'll show you how much I love you, and I will buy you that. But I will never watch Turbo Kid ever. All right. All right. Next up is my darling, my dear. Um, so I, I struggled a lot with this because there's not really anything that I'm just, like, dying for you to watch you haven't watched. I asked Nathan, and I kind of got the same response. You're sort of like, now you're in this, like, oh, just show him weird stuff kind of zone. But then I found out, just by happenstance this week, that you had never seen a movie that I think is hilarious. And then I also found out that Nathan had also not seen it. So, Bay, your movie 
with the caveat that you have to watch it with Nathan while he's in Tejas. You're fucking with me? <laughs> it's Hamlet 2. You're saying, you're saying that I get Turbo Kid and Hamlet 2? <laughs> yeah. To level the playing field? Like, because I get to win with Turbo Kid, but you I didn't also get to win. lose by adding... T- That's the, no, I won. No, no, I won. Mm. I won. I also lost, but I also... <laughs> but I won as well. That no, sounds like a tie. No, the Turbo Kid fight is a... F- <laughs> there needs to be a, a victor declared for that. I'm the winner. Specifically. And then <laughs> this, yeah, new, won. <laughs> this, this new Hamlet 2 fight, which I didn't know was a fight... Apparently, I lost that. There's no fight. <laughs> okay. You're just insistent on winning, and the point is that I win. <laughs> it's just important to define these things carefully because they matter. Yeah. And in turn, Sister Act 2. <laughs> Back in the habit. Uh, oh, but yeah. Inter- yeah, now I guess it's intern's turn. Uh, I didn't go through the effort of like, having some like fun stuff for intern to choose from because why would I bother with that kind of effort? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought about it, but then it really just, it became burdensome. Um, so we're taking off a bunch of Sasquatch movies, three of them to be exact. I don't know which ones. I, I'll leave that to the powers that be. What? No, 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 no. Powers that no, be. We'll, we'll choose those right now. Okay. You can't, you can't let him choose them. Christ. No, he is not choosing. I said the powers that be. I, I, by that I mean, you know, not an intern of the show. Obviously, a host of the show. Thank you. And we're going to be putting up a movie called Sasquatch. No. <laughs> right. I sent you a po- movie poster. No. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to replace all of them with just extra viewings of Little Bigfoot. Right. Yeah. No. So, well, Daniel, that means immediately that Little Bigfoot is staying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Creature from the Black Lagoon, that is one that the intern wants to that watch. That could go. So I've, we should I've be watched taking Creature that, from the Black Lagoon. So we should be taking that off before he has a chance to do it. I have watched Creature from the Black Lagoon. I don't I didn't hear that. It wasn't his turn to speak. I don't care. I just take watched off, it. Take off Capture of Bigfoot. Uh-huh. Uh Love and the Time for Monsters. Right. Take that down. And then I guess, I mean, it fucking looks brilliant, but take down letters from the big man because Boggy Creek's got to stay. That fucking poster, right? That yeah. Legend of Boggy Creek poster is the tits. Yeah, it looks like a lazy like Marvel comic card. Right. So we're, but we're going to give him, because, I mean, unlike any Bigfoot movie you ever imagined from Roger you're, Ebert. You're getting rid of letters from letters the big man? Letters from the man? big man looks like it would be a triumph. <laughs> Oh, I know. It's it's sad to see it can't, go. Can't we do Creature from the Black Lagoon, Capture of Bigfoot, and Love in the Time of Monsters, and leave Little Bigfoot, Legend of Buggy Creek, and Letters from the Big Man? Yeah, that's ideal, but he's already seen Creature. I didn't hear that. All right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter to me. Anyway, uh, no, I guess that's what's happening. Amanda, uh, what, what's going back up to replace those? Uh, well, I couldn't just, like, not give you anything even Sasquatch-related. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a little ditty that's new and actually has some potential to be fun, although I think it must have failed um, due to a very long delay in release um, and the fact that it's apparently only an hour and 24 minutes long. But Mm. it does have Michael Shannon in it. Apparently he is mistaken for Bigfoot. The new one. In a small town. Pickeringville. It's called Pottersville. Pottersville. Yes. Fantastic. It's got Judy Greer in it, and um, uh, it, it really could be funny. Or it could also be terrible. Um, 
you're going to be the one to tell us. Amanda, you just put up a Sasquatch. I did. It's, uh, Michael Shannon's smiling uh, on the poster of this. It looks like a Hallmark Christmas Sasquatch. Yeah. Holy okay. shit. With Michael Shannon. Fantastic. That's really it's, weird. And Ron Perlman. That's wonderful. <laughs> nice. I am. This came out this year. That's a great selection. Seth uh, Hendrickson. Is that Lance Hendrickson's son? And Christina Hendricks is in this. Oh, Hendricks, not Hendrickson. There we go. Never mind. And uh, what else have we got? That's, that's number uh, two one. more. That's just, you know, to stick with your theme. The next two are just movies that I really like. One, I can't handle the fact that you haven't seen Tombstone. It's okay. offensive to me um, because it's so fun and there's so many social references that are made to it that it'll just make you a better person if you, even if you don't like it. Although, I don't know how you couldn't like it with Bill Paxton Paxtoning all over the place. Um, Tell him I'm coming! <laughs> so I'm you're getting Tombstone. Coming! Sweet. And um, then I thought I would continue your... I don't know, movie, movie education, movification uh, in history with one of my top five of all time. You get to watch Gone with the Wind. Perfect. There you go. I feel like That's it's a fantastic. well-rounded burden. Well, frankly, my dear. I don't give a damn. Yep. That sounds fantastic. He'll, he'll, he'll take Pottersville as a casualty of war. <laughs> 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 and in, in an exchange, we get to keep looking at the Legend of Boggy Creek poster. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Oh, Nathan, I forgot you got hunting the legend. I know. That's what that's <laughs> what started all of this. That bastard thought he would get away with it. And now yep. now he's got Tombstone and Gone with the Wind as like an apologetic handout. It's frustrating. And I've got two movies getting added on. You okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. It's fine. So uh are you guys adding movies yourselves also? No. No. Oh, just taking things down now? Just taking things down. Okay. Well, Nathan, did you watch a movie or is this actually getting like too no. larger? No, I watched a movie. You watched Hunting the Legend. I definitely did not watch that. Mm. I wanted okay. to watch Laser Team and he said, I don't have time for that. Poultry Geist? No. Mm. Well, it's because she was proposing a second burdenless watch. Well, I fell asleep promptly at the beginning of Ark, so I don't know what that movie's about. I watched Ark. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Daniel want me to watch Ark? No idea. Because it's a goddamn science fiction Groundhog Day movie. And having seen Edge of Tomorrow and Happy Death Day, I am probably the most qualified person to judge this movie. It's got some fascinating science in it. The idea that a device that creates its own energy could be recycling what it has created, and if it did that, time would theoretically loop, is what's being proposed. Something that creates its own energy, just think about it for a second. It creates its own energy. Eventually, it has to consume its own energy. And if it can have the ability to recycle it, then energy creates everything. So therefore, time would be forced to loop, which is actually kind of fascinating from a physics standpoint, if you really dig your, your, your head into it, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fascinating. However, the consciousness part of it, that it would be able to build memories and come to the conclusion that they are in a time loop is a tough sell. But if they don't remember what happened, then they can't really have a movie, can they? So they have to do that. That's fair enough. So it allows for the, f for the fun of the time loop to become more complex because as more people in the movie, including their adversaries, become aware of the time loop, they keep trying to anticipate each other and the slow progression of other characters' awareness allows the first idea that was first 
proposed with the cyanide to be to be successful because no one else remembered it except the main dude. So it gets really complicated. It's it's way more complicated than your standard Groundhog Day Edge of Tomorrow uh, fiesta. And it's a great idea, and it's executed fairly well given the you know um, resources that they had. But there's definitely some room to tighten it up and maybe send it through through a few more rewrites. Maybe maybe come up with something truly exceptional, especially. If they had a larger budget, they could have taken it, you know, the machine, the Ark, to the block and used it to fight battles. But that's basically Edge of Tomorrow, so maybe not. I'm going to give it three sacks out of five. <laughs> yeah, three out of five sacks. That, that's, uh, that sounds fair to me. I think, the, I think the thing that impressed me most about Ark was that it was just a decent example of low budget, low resources, no-name actors. But if you just, you know, stick with the plan, you can put something out that's, that, that's, that's not half bad. The main guy is the cousin of Green Arrow. I can see that. And Green Arrow is produced by a sexual harassment accused producer. So, so right. always a connection back to the uh, so six degrees of molestation. Uh, I've I've heard that proposed two degrees of molestation to make it extra difficult. The only way I could save myself now is if I start firebombing. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Mm. All right. These days, my problem is very simple. It's trying to find a place in my house where I can masturbate without somebody bothering me. Yeah. Daniel? Which is real hard when you're doing it outside. Um, <laughs> yes, I watched Three Blood movies. Father. Oh. Yes. What? Hashtag only Mel knows Mel. <laughs> only Mel knows Mel. And goddamn, does Mel look good in a beard. Yeah. He just looks like a stocky, strong, grizzled old man. In fact, his like... He spent so much time in the sun in these later years. I forget that he's an Australian. Uh, he's looking real ogreish with that beard and those deep tan lines and leathery skin. Um, silver. Silver accent to the beard, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Silver accent to the beard looks good, which makes it like incredibly distracting when he's partway through the movie. He shaves his beard and goes back to smooth face Mel. Yeah. And he's it's like, uh, he's like a silverback gorilla. A whole different world. He goes from silverback gorilla to like, you know, out of shape lawyer um I, th- I think my thing with this movie was that there's not enough mel beating the shit out of people yeah it so gets take, like she yeah. gets shot up in the trailer and then he goes on the run and i think there's like maybe a couple of scenes where he murders somebody out of because he's trying to protect his daughter but otherwise than that other than that they're really just running most of the movie could have taken it further but it feels solid anyway right yeah i don't have a big problem with this I just uh, like, like like the like the gang like the biker gang stuff like you feel like he's uh, crossing the line that's gonna get him fucking fucked but he doesn't give a fuck like he's just he's done and there's some good uh, kind of intense scenes with his like white supremacist old gang leader mentor oh, father yeah. figure yeah that guy shows up as a Nazi all the time doesn't yeah he? but he, he he plays it well though because he kind of plays it like. Someone that's intelligent enough to know that their ideology is limited and full of shit, but still sticks to it because there's a power that he's developed from it. That's very, he's very interesting uh, take. I like it when they, when they kind of do that, like from the outside, you're just like, oh, here's a fucking other old Nazi. But then you get him close and he's like, oh, there's a fucking reason why I've chosen this path. And you're like, ah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, there's not enough male kicking ass. And then there's to make up for that. I need some like ridiculous overacting but there's not really a lot of that either it's kind of a little more steady and consistent so i don't know it's kind of just average 
sort of. Well, it's like it's like a straight to DVD movie, right? It's but just like that. Yeah. But his his character's back isn't up against the wall like Get the Gringo. He's he's you know he's tried to recover and he's forced to fuck it up because of his daughter, right? Oh yeah, and he's like happy to let her know that. Yeah. <laughs> the Mexicans show up. He's like, that's, that's actually my favorite part of the movie is when he's like worried about trying not to break parole. And there's like the, the Mexicans have shot up his house. And then one of the guys is like trying to shove his arm into the trailer to unlock the door. And he's just like, oh, here I go. Assault and battery. He just starts like stabbing the dude's hand. <laughs> right? Like he's, he, the character's more reluctant. Get the gringo. He has no choice. He's got to be a fucking badass. And William H. Macy is kind of funny that he pops up in there. Yeah. It's like his redneck neighbor. Uh, AA sponsor. But he's choosing these scripts that are just, you know, decent, and he has the ability to make them a bit more gritty and a bit more violent. I yeah. mean, it, it, I don't know. I and I'm loving, it, I'm loving Mel in the beard. He looks great in the beard. Right. And we were talking earlier about, like, career recovery. So, Mel said a bunch of crazy shit in 2007. It might, it might uh, be interesting to pay attention to the, to the amount of time he waited, the types of scripts he chose, because we're looking at a up, you know, an over under of eight years to get things back on track. He's in, he's in, uh, in, in uh, that Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, Daddy sequel, right? Like, mm-hmm. like he's, was he he's, in one of the Expendables as well? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, and he's got the Hacksaw Ridge at the Oscar noms. Like he's, he's kind of come around. Like plus or minus seven years, people are still bringing up the old shit. But he's his career's almost back. As long as he doesn't, you know, freak out at too many uh, valets over his Tesla, he'll be all right. That's right. It's a little easier to get over calling Jews oven dodgers right. than uh, touching children. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just, you know, just stay calm, Mel. We don't need to hear stories about you screaming at, at valets. Where's my Tesla? Yeah. Just lay it, lay it down. All right. You're doing all right. Only Mel knows Mel. Just yeah. mantra. Are, yeah. Can we get Mel? Yeah. Mel, only, only Mel knows Mel, Mel, Mel. <laughs> uh, can we get him as the villain in the Mad Max sequel. Oh, fuck. Dude. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Great. Oh, my God. Stop right there and move into the archive update. Intern. Mm-hmm. You know how this works. Uh, 17. I don't have a 17. <laughs> Give me something, you know, below 10. Five. Chelsea's here. She's she's writhing on the bed. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's back in the chair. What do you need her to do? There we go. Um, I have uh, just a couple questions for these uh, episodes 58 and 59. Um, the lineups were, this was the Amanda lineup, Finding Dory, Central Intelligence, Horrifying. The Neon Demon, Now You See Me Too, and Independence Day Resurgence. Going up against... 59, The Legend of Tarzan, Wiener Dog, The Shallows, The BFG, and Free State of Jones. And I'm just going to ask two questions. Okay. Which movie, only one, did I like from Amanda's lineup more than from the next one? 
Which one was, was Amanda's lineup? The Finding Dory one? Finding Dory, Central Intelligence, The Neon Demon, Now You See Me Too, and Independence Day. So two of those movies you consider to be better. One of those movies I consider to be better. One you consider to be better in the same one. slot? In the same, yeah. s- in the same slot. Okay, so only, glop, glop, only glop, glop, one. Glop. Yeah, Only one, and it okay. might be shocking. What are those? So this lineup is Legend of Tarzan, yep. Wiener Dog, yep. The Shallows, yep. BFG, Free State of Jones. And then this one is Finding so, Dory. So is is Finding Dory better than Legend of Tarzan? Is Wiener Dog better than Central Intelligence? Is The Neon Demon better than The Shallows? Is Now You See Me Too better than the BFG and Free State of Jones and Independence Day Resurgence? Which one's better? And so, I have to pick one that's better. One that's better from this lineup. So I would suggest that because there's a history with Independence Day, there's a chance that Independence Day Resurgence could be considered to be better than Free State of Jones. But knowing the intern, I would say that the answer is, and saying that it's surprising, it's it's uh, got to be... Now you see me too. Uh, now you see me. Is that correct, intern? Or I interpret it as one of those films in the first set is better than all of the films in the second set. No, there is one in the second set that's better than every movie for sure. Okay. But that wasn't going to be my question. So Wiener Dog Todd Salons is better than, <laughs> than every, everything else? Yeah, everything that's correct. Else. Yeah. No, but, that's not true. That's and, true. And that's the fact true? That, yeah. that the intern doesn't like the Neon Demon. I know he doesn't already. And in Independence Space, obviously, and, no, like and Finding Dory. I think it's going to be Now You See Me Too. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, the other question that I have is there's one movie that I didn't watch. Which is one it do you, you think it is? Too? No, I, I watched Central it. Central Intelligence. No, I watched that in the theater. I've seen that, yeah. It's Neon Demon, isn't it? You fuck. No. So it's Finding Dory. So uh, I you didn't watch Finding Dory. You haven't seen Finding Dory? You, and f- you bought Finding Nemo for Chelsea and you haven't watched Finding I've seen Finding, Finding Dory. Dory, you fuckhead. You yeah. fucking son of a bitch. Uh, I didn't like Finding Nemo. Yeah, uh, so I'm in no hurry <laughs> to watch Finding Dory. And you bought Finding Nemo for I know. It's great. Also, the movie that I liked more um, in Amanda's lineup was The Neon Demon. What? More than I the liked shallows. it more than The Shallows. Oh, more than The Shallows. So also, the, so The Shallows the, is a train wreck. It's the only Winding Refn movie that I didn't want to turn off the whole time. Oh, so you were comparatively enthusiastic based on... Yeah, unless um, you hate it, still, it's still turn offable. I wouldn't say it's great, but you could watch it without words, and it would be okay. So the shallows is what, like, just too much. Shallows is just too much you know, drawn out nothing. A shark jumps full mm. breach out of the water while in shallows. That oh. is not acceptable. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like like a like a turn belly splash. Yeah, in the in the shallows. Yeah. <laughs> On the sand. So, you know, sharks can do those full breaches, but uh, yeah. they, well, need, they need a way to, do to, that to get her off the rock. So, uh, mm-hmm. Chelsea, for not getting anything correct, you Fuck have you. won the prize of replacing my other three movies with any three movies of your choice <laughs> on my burden list. <laughs> of course, you can always leave them exactly as they are. Yeah. Um, or replace good. them with other Sasquatch movies. Next time, oh, next time you're on, you can let me know what those are. <laughs> Be great. <laughs> For the record, can we get like a like a okay? Legend of Tarzan was good. Oh, so Legend of Tarzan was shockingly 
not horrible. It was okay. It was okay. Wiener Dog was better than Wiener Dog is a good movie. Right. Yeah, that's Um, good. That's damn. That means that Salons is crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. His happiness was fucking amazing, and that means Wiener Dog's good too. That's great. Good track record. Shallows poor. Shallows is okay. BFG's a piece of shit. Okay. Just just tell me BFG's a piece of shit. You know what? The BFG. Don't tell me it's good. The BFG is one of the most accurate translations book to movie I've ever seen. (laughs) Fucking, why are you doing this? Just tell me it's Um, bad. I got over my biggest problem with with it right away, which was that it should have all been cartoon. I just got used to it. And Spielberg is, you know, there's a lot of interesting shots. Overrated, right. Okay, uh, Free State Uh, of Jones. Now You See Me Too, uh, garbage. Free State of Jones was... Uh, really boring, okay. not very good, <laughs> but right. you know, a hundred times better than Independence Day research. No, <laughs> not possible. No, you're wrong. No, nah, he's probably right. No, he's wrong. The only thing he's wrong about is sucking Spielberg's dick. BFG's a piece of what shit. What was the wrong one I was wrong about? You're wrong about everything, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get anything right. He just wants to get Sasquatches off of his bird. Well, I feel like Amanda got half of them, and uh, the other half should come from Chelsea. And next time, we can listen to some lies about Ghostbusters and, uh, oh, yep. Secret Life of Pets. That has a Louis tie-in. He got fired from Secret of Pets, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Uh, yeah, they, I feel like he did, like, some of the least stuff and got the harshest response. You know what's probably going to happen? All these guys are going to need to get together and start releasing stuff. They're going to make their own movie company? <laughs> yeah. Or- Totally okay to just fuck whatever you want. Right? They just have like extra little boys and girls on the side that are like sign a waiver. Yeah. It's okay to, that you touch me. Their first release is a remake of Lolita. Just like Weinstein will be in the corner jerking off into a plant. Mm-hmm. Bold. Bold, gentlemen. Bold. And with that, we have nothing less left to offer. Unless Daniel wants to talk about how much he loves Thor and how he'll be watching uh, Thor 1 and Thor 2 without ever being burdened. <laughs> I don't know if how quickly I'll be rushing back to see Thor 1 or Thor 2. But yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was a ton of fun and completely the right direction to take the Thor like feeling. Like they just went, you know, the comics are full of him just rushing around in space and just fighting crazy monsters. Should we unleash Thor? And they decided, yes, they would. Uh, having that New Zealander direct it and I was shocked at how good of a time I had. Happy Death Day. Very quickly... Um, too long, um, referenced Groundhog Day at the end. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> Which it, one? It failed. Happy, happy, death, happy day. death Day. Oh, it failed? It tried too many cycles, too on the nose, referenced Groundhog Day in the last five minutes. Yeah, that's too bad. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, eh? Oh, wow. Wow. I had, like, pushed the recliner button because I was in, in a theater with recliners. I had already, like pushed my recliner back to the seated position, ready to leave 15 minutes before the movie ended. And when mm-hmm. I found out that it was continuing, I had to push the button and recline again <laughs> and sat there waiting. And then they did the burn, uh, the Groundhog Day reference, and I was hard on that button. Like, let's go. Let's leave. But it did make Halloween feel more like Halloween. So thank you, Happy Death Day. Don't ever watch it. There okay. <laughs> on the waterfront. Yeah. Trailer Prop it was really good. Oh, you watched uh, something that no one cares about? Okay, trailerproppodcast.com. Yeah. Prop <laughs> yep. Could have been a contender. Didn't think I said that right. Uh, at Trailer Prop Podcast, Daniel at 100 Lunatics, intern at the intern TPP, 
apparently on the waterfront starring Marlon Brando is a is a is a watch. So go and check that out. Seventy years after it was made. Bold perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we bid you adieu. Thank you for joining us. And good night. And like that. <laughs>